0: Welcome to Christ Church. The following is a homily from our Sunday morning gathering in Tulsa, Oklahoma. Enjoy. Take my words and speak to them. Take our ears and hear through them. Take our hearts and set them on fire with love for you, our Lord and our Savior. Amen. Amen. Tonight we remember the events that occurred on Thursday in Holy Week, the last week in the life of Jesus. Perhaps this week in about AD 29 is the most talked about week of all, in the history of all mankind. It's been estimated that a third of all the events that we have recorded in scripture about Jesus occurred this week. Maundy Thursday the calm before the storm. There have been memorial meals before this one, but this one would be different. The night that Jesus was betrayed, he gathered in that upper room, he gathered with his disciples to commemorate the exodus of God's people Israel from their slavery under Pharaoh. It was the Lord's Passover. God had given elaborate instructions to his people for the preparation of this feast, as we heard in the reading. The entree was lamb, but not any ordinary lamb, a lamb without blemish or defect. Suddenly, in the middle of the meal, Jesus takes up a servant's towel and basin and starts to wash the disciples' feet. They had eaten Passover with Jesus before, but somehow this one seemed oddly different. Why was Jesus suddenly wanting to wash their feet? Something must be wrong. This isn't how things are supposed to be. Washing feet is a servant's job, not the job for our master and teacher. After he washed their feet, The disciples were silent. A heaviness filled the air. (coughs) They didn't know what to do. Then Jesus starts speaking. But some of them are not listening because they're still trying to figure out why Jesus was washing their feet. Then he says something that catches their attention. Where I am going, you cannot come. I give you a new commandment, that you love one another. Just as I have loved you, you also should love one another. By this, everyone will know that you are my disciples, if you have love for one another." Strangely now, in the upper room, after having washed their feet and having celebrated Passover, It starts to make sense to the disciples. And now that the food and the dishes have been cleared, they are supposed to go to Jesus' favorite place to pray. But wait! Here comes Jesus, coming to the table with a cup of wine and a loaf of bread. Just as we will receive the bread and wine tonight, This is his body and blood, given to us right where we are in this world, stained with the world's shame. Jesus gives his body and his blood to his disciples, just as it is given to us in spite of who we are, what we have done, and what we have failed to do. He gives a meal, sharing himself with us. Jesus says, Take and eat. Take and drink. For the forgiveness of your sins. Just as the disciples, we too need need the Lord's Supper to strengthen us in our endeavor to do God's will in our lives. Just as Jesus, we need the Lord's Supper to strengthen our faith and love for the journey ahead of us as we seek to do God's will in our daily lives. Just as the disciples, we need the Lord's Supper for the reassurance that we are the Lord's and that His love for us is unlimited. We've come to the right place tonight to welcome Jesus as he comes in both word and sacrament. We have come to the right place to receive his mercy since he has plenty of it to give to us. On this special night we remember how he gave his mercy to his beloved church in an exceptional way. Tonight he feeds us with his broken body and gives us his precious blood to drink, just as he gave it to his disciples. This night is the beginning of the last phase of our deliverance, the beginning of our three-day journey with Jesus from his arrest in the Garden to Pilate's Judgment Hall, then to the Place of the Skull, through the cross and death to his glorious resurrection. Maundy, Thursday, Good Friday, Holy Saturday, Easter Day. In a few minutes, we will once again approach the altar and receive with our mouths the very bread of heaven. Under this earthly bread we break and the cup we bless we will eat and drink the flesh and blood of of Jesus. And when we do, we will follow his last will and testament. Do this in remembrance of me. On this night, Jesus again reminds us of our commission. Our call, our command is to love all people. Loving one another is perhaps one of the most difficult commands. It means that we first have to learn to love ourselves, see ourselves as worthy of accepting, giving, and sharing love. Jesus not only spoke kind words and did great deeds, he comforted and healed and gave hope for a brighter future. He embodied love. We're called to do the same. Our world cries out to see the face of Jesus, to walk the way of love, to experience a church that not only preaches love, but demonstrates love. And God keeps on forgiving us and assuring us of His love when we come into His presence. Our challenge is to be a people of love, to live the words we pray, and to sing a faith that loves. Amen. Amen. Thank you for listening. For more, go to ChristChurchTulsa.org. And peace be with you.